Welcome to the New Swingers Podcast, the only podcast in the world specifically created for and focused on couples who are new to or curious about the swinger lifestyle. It is for audiences of those age 18 years and older. And though we give our opinions, we are not therapists or mental health professionals, and our opinions are simply our own. So here's the deal. Lots of couples new to the swinger lifestyle have a lot of questions, and they're often nervous or feel insecure. Our mission is to help you answer all of those questions so you can explore the swinger lifestyle comfortably at your own pace and make your sex life sizzle. Our voices have been changed to protect our identities and any email questions of yours that we read will be addressed anonymously to protect your identity as well. And a lot of you ask about wanting to see what June looks like because she sounds so hot. Well, she is hot. And here's how you can see what she looks like. This hot, sexy, gorgeous, former church preschool teacher turned hot swinger wife. Just click the first link in the show notes to check out June's OnlyFans page. You'll get unlimited access to hot, daily, uncensored glimpses of her and her gorgeous 32 D pierced nipples. She gets pretty crazy on there. Just click the first link in the show notes. Welcome back to the show. I'm John. And I'm June. And today we're going to talk about actually the little known relationship benefits of swinging. Mm. When people think of swingers, swinging, the lifestyle, whatever, most people who don't understand or know much about it, they tend to think it will destroy your relationship. And it's not that that can't happen. Mm -hmm. Um, In our experience, probably, I would say, if you already have an unhealthy relationship or you're, you're not communicating well, that can happen. But there are actually a surprising number of actual benefits uh, that actually enhance your relationship uh, because you're in the lifestyle. Yeah. And I was kind of shocked to hear that, but it's something we hear over and over again mm-hmm. from people in the lifestyle. And not only have we heard it, but we've actually found it to be true in our own relationship. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And what's weird is I've tried to think through the, the psychology of a lot of these things. <laughs> like, why does this work so well for so many people? We don't entirely understand. Hmm. But what would your thoughts be before we ever knew anything about swinging and someone said, hey, you know what? If you get into the swinger lifestyle, it can actually enhance your relationship, June. What would your thoughts be? Yeah, like what, what, whatever. Yeah, right. Like, there's no way. Like, I wouldn't believe them. Yeah, because it seems counterintuitive, right? Yeah. Like, Like, there's no way in hell that that would make our relationship better. How would that how would that happen? Yeah, how could how could that possibly happen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One thing you have to remember is that most of life is the narrative and you know the story that we tell ourselves. Um and we we are told what we're supposed to think about a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. We're also told how to perceive things. And we're also told um all about the potential consequences and things uh, of of doing certain things. Now, it's not that those things don't happen, but it's not that they happen every time, all the time with everybody either. Yeah. But we're usually just kind of sold one side of the story. Oh, yeah. Always the negative. (laughs) Yeah, it's always always the negative. Mm -hmm. And it's not that we shouldn't look out for that, but, you know, just because I might get into a car accident on the way to the grocery store doesn't mean I'm not going to the grocery store. Yeah. And if there are people around me going, Brian, don't go to the grocery store. You might get in a car accident on the way there. If that's all I ever hear, I'm going to get those fucking people out of my life. <laughs> yeah. Because you're, you're a bunch of negative Nancys. Sorry <laughs> if your name's Nancy. 
you're a fear monger. I mm-hmm. mean, you're, you're, or at best, you're a control freak and a manipulator, maybe. Maybe that's the reason. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about some of these benefits of swinging today and how we've actually seen our relationship enhanced. Yeah. And this is as people who were skeptics coming into this, mm-hmm. who just sort of jumped in and were like, hey, that'll be different. Fuck it. Let's try this new thing together. And we were strong enough together. We've never doubted that, you know, it would do anything detrimental to us. Uh, we just were that were that strong together. We're, we were both confident it's not going to uh, affect us in that way. Yeah. So, benefit number one of swinging. Would you like to read that? Sure, baby. Um, we love each other more. And I think it's because we're we are really being ourselves transparently in front of each other and it's okay and we actually fully know the deepest parts of each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it it f- yeah, it I don't know, it forces you to be transparent. Like in that lifestyle, it in the lifestyle it forces you to be that way. Yeah, it's kinda like it's kind of like it, it 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 facilitates talking on a deeper level uh, by default mm-hmm. than I think a lot of couples naturally talk about things. Yeah, because like there are a lot of couples. There's there's things that like they both know, but they don't they don't fucking go there, and they both know they're not going to go there. Yeah, uh, whether no matter what the topic is, mm-hmm. like people people they just they're not going to talk about certain things. They know the hot button things not to bring up. Yeah, and depending on what that is, that could be the best case sometimes other times it just be it just becomes this this growing monster that just grows and grows silently over the years until one day it just destroys everything um you know when in reality it's like gosh if you would have just talked yeah um, in the beginning when this thing was when this monster was an infant mm-hmm. uh, maybe you wouldn't have this horrible war on your hands now whatever that might look like yeah so you love me more yeah, baby. Because you've seen what's out there and you're like, damn, I've got the best at home. Well. Just kidding. <laughs> he's kidding, but it's actually true. <laughs> I, f- I totally feel that way. It sounds way better when you make a statement like that. Than <laughs> well, and that's another thing. Like, I know we're not getting into myths that we believed about it. That's another episode. But um, they're, they're, that's actually like a fear people have. Um, what if we get into the lifestyle? And my spouse or partner um, ends up finding that, oh, there's other good things out there, too. And there's it goes back to that fear of what if they leave? Mm-hmm. Being replaced. What, yeah. yeah. And in and, and another episode, we actually talked about that. Yeah. Um, where that actually, that was that was there with us, as I think it is with most, most people. But after talking it through, we realized, like, that's... Even though it was there, that it actually wasn't valid for us. It actually wasn't a real thing. Yeah. But we were communicating, you know, which leads us to the next point, which is communication is 100%. We were communicating on a deeper level with things that, things that you normally just wouldn't talk that we just, I mean, in the lifestyle, I mean, before the lifestyle, we just weren't talking about certain things. And then when you are in the lifestyle, now it's like, now it's things that you would never even think about talking about. Now you're, you're coming, you know, now it's bringing those to the surface and you're 
and we're talking about those together. Yeah. It's like when me me and June, you know, we, we, we read together sometimes and so we would read a book together. Um and one thing that would do is it would oftentimes bring up a topic we didn't know it was going to bring up, but it was a discussion point that neither of us would have wanted to bring up because by bringing it up, it may have caused the other person to go, wait a minute, why are we even talking about this? And so even just bringing up certain subjects can be threatening between people depending on the situation. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like reading books together, yeah, like as a third party, it sort of brings up um, not necessarily issues, just topics that are good to discuss, but we wouldn't normally bring up to ourselves. And the the lifestyle does the same thing. Yeah. Like experiences at a club or wherever we are, a lifestyle event or a, a story we hear from a friend who's in a lifestyle. It gives us something to talk about and think about, but neither of us had, had to bring it up. But because we talked about it, it was really good. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, <clears throat> you know, there's obviously also, um, personal boundaries in the lifestyle. And when you actually start talking about boundaries mm-hmm. with your spouse, um, those are discussions you probably wouldn't ever have otherwise. But like I, like we said, it brings up your communication. It elevates it a lot higher than most people. And, you know, we, we actually, we didn't have bad communication. No. Um, we're actually really good communicators. <laughs> but it made our communication even better. Yeah, it did. Well, yeah, because like, you know, I've I don't think I'm like perfect at it at all. And I'm and I'm still improving with it. But I I think like some of it was like, okay, I I don't want to come at John pissed off and flint and and guns are blazing. I need to be able to tell him how I feel. But but I need to stay calm about it, because if if I come at it guns blazing, he's going to come guns blazing back at me and not even want to have to hear anything I have to say. Yeah. Like me telling me, just telling you to calm down doesn't usually help the situation. No, it doesn't. <laughs> then again, if you come at me guns blazing, I, I, the other person naturally has an inclination to defend themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've, I've learned to, to really, to really work on, work on like that withdrawn. So like that's, I don't think that was listed on there, but that's well part of the communication, I guess, just that, you know, I've I've learned to communicate calmer with things that maybe bother me. Yeah, it's not just always what you say. It's also how you say it. Yeah. So you can say the right thing in the wrong way. And uh, married men, you know what's up here. <laughs> um, if she didn't get it. And you're like, oh, I just said very clearly what I was thinking. The way I said it, she may have heard me, but she did not receive my message. Mm-hmm. And now that is still problematic. Yeah. Yeah. And that can actually keep you back from communicating clearly because now you have this little war going on, these little battles and fires that you're trying to put out um, just yeah. because, you know, something was was said, but it was misinterpreted to mean something else. And by the way, um, June uh, did something yesterday. That was uh, quite heartfelt. <laughs> or not, you didn't feel it in your heart. You oh, felt, you felt, I felt it somewhere else. That's it, for sure. You felt it somewhere else. Um, <laughs> would you like to uh, give the announcement? Let's uh, let's tell them what you chose to do yesterday. I got my nipples pierced. 
And why did you get your what what leads what leads a woman to just wake up one day and go, you know what? Fuck it. I'm getting my nipples pierced. Because <laughs> it doesn't seem like that would feel very good. It, and it might be it a little didn't. scary. It did not feel good. It is still extremely sore. Um I well, John's birthday is coming up like this week. And so I was like, well, what can I get for him? I'm like, he has enough whiskey, shot glasses, coffee mugs. (laughs) So I'm like trying to think of what can I get for him that would be more like, I don't know, like that he would really enjoy. Besides like just more guns and ammo, guns and ammo and, uh, you know, manly stuff, (laughs) you know, whiskey, vodka shot glasses yeah and so she uh got that cute little look in her eye a couple (laughs) days ago and she's like you know i've been thinking about something and if you've listened to any of our other episodes when when she gets that little grin on her face and she covers her face (laughs) and she has that little giggle right there that usually means she thought of a a new kinky fantasy she wants to try Mm -hmm. and she's about to tell me but she's embarrassed or shy but every time she does anyway, and I love it. Well, she had that again. So I'm thinking, ooh, yeah, all right. What is it now? <laughs> and she said. I said, what do you think about if I got my nipples pierced for your birthday gift? One of the biggest challenges people face when they're new to the swinger lifestyle is finding other like-minded people to connect with and get to know. Because most people don't want others to know they're in the lifestyle. So how can you actually find these people? It's very simple, actually. Just go download our free two-page guide called Swing Easy. It's a free two-page PDF document where we show you three of the fastest and easiest places you can start meeting other couples just like you in the next 24 hours or less, guaranteed. Just click the link in the show notes that says free Swing Easy PDF. So you can start connecting with other like-minded couples and making new, fulfilling friendships and connections in the next 24 hours or less. Go click the link and grab it right now before the offer expires. And my dick spoke for me when it got rock hard instantly. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, that's really hot. And then I was like, you would actually do that for me? Are you serious? Like, you would? Because that's no small thing. I mean, number one, she she's figured out since us being in the lifestyle that I absolutely love ladies with pierced nipples. It is so hot. <laughs> um, And then I told her, well, if you're willing to do that for me, well, if that isn't love, then I don't know what love is. <laughs> uh, because shit. <laughs> and she did it. Yeah, I did. She did it. Yep. And she did really well. I think she has a really high pain tolerance. I think most women probably do. You know, guys, we whine a lot. So do women. But you in particular, you've you've always had a a pretty high pain tolerance as far as taking pain and not being real vocal about it and just taking it. Um, Just over the years I've seen, I'm like, wow, she like handled that. Like, you know even the the person who pierced him he same thing he he was saying that he's like oh you 
You did real good with that. I'm thinking, you have no idea how much that fucking hurt. <laughs> well, t- tell, him, tell, tell him how he told you to lay on, on the, 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 when we went to a tattoo parlor. So she was in a, a tattoo chair, but it laid down flat. Mm, so, so I was laying on my back. Laying on her back. Do you remember how he told you to lay? He said, he said, go ahead and uh, do me a favor and just like put your hands under your butt. Like oh, go ahead yeah. and lay on your hand. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, lay, lay on your butt. Yeah, well, lay, lay your on your lay on your hands. Yeah. Why do he tell you to put your hands under your butt and just lay on them? Because he says he's gotten hit and punched. <laughs> Some people kick and swing and punch <laughs> because it apparently fucking hurts when you plunge a needle uh, through your nipple. It fucking hurt. I'm not going to lie. It really did. Um, and the f- second one hurt worse because he counted and said, okay, take a deep breath. I'm like, Dude, why didn't you just do the what the fuck you did the first time on the first nipple and you didn't count and nothing and you're mm. just like, here we go. And like he just put the clamp on and didn't count and just went for it. Well, he counted the second time. So, of course, that one hurt worse. <laughs> I'm like, shit, don't do that. <laughs> because you were like anticipating it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's hot. And I'll tell you this. This is actually. This is why actually it meant a lot to me. There were like there were three reasons. Um, I was really amazed. I I, I told her that that's the best birthday gift anyone's ever gotten me, Aww. and it was for three <laughs> reasons. And the first reason isn't the obvious one. Wow, that's hot. <laughs> uh, that's the third reason actually, and it is hot. They look great. You're welcome. Because <laughs> you have thirty four double D's and thirty two. Thirty two. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, I lost thirty pounds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so you have this beautiful, small figured body with these 32 double D's and silver dollar nipples that now have nipple studs in them. And uh, you look amazing. And so that is so hot. <laughs> here's here's the first reason, first two reasons. It, it was such an amazing gift to me. First of all, she thought of it all on her own based on knowing me, what turns me on, things I like. It was her idea. Mm-hmm. Secondly, it came at a great personal price, that being literal physical pain she endured uh, temporarily, but it was nonetheless very painful, um, pretty intense for her to do. But she did that because she wanted to do something for me that she knew I'd like. Like, you put yourself through that in thought of me. And the third reason is obviously it's fucking hot. <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, I'm so glad your birthday isn't for several months." And uh, I, I don't know. I don't think I have the guts to do for you what you did for me. I don't yeah, know. want to do a Prince Albert. Oh, oh, oh my god. Oh, I, uh, I don't like needles near the dick and balls. <laughs> I don't believe needles or knives belong down there. <laughs> but if you love, if I loved you enough, if you know. I just hope you uh, you never ask for something like that. No, I, it's it's okay. <laughs> I don't know how much you would enhance our, our sex life together, uh, unless you had like a super kink for it. Like then I'd be like, okay, hmm. I'll just drink a bunch of vodka before we walk in the door, like you did, uh-huh. and um, call it a call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, how how are those pierced nipples feeling? Uh, they're pretty sore. 
Yeah. Yeah. And like I, you had to lay on your back because I'm a side sleeper. So that was kind of the hard part last night was trying to fall asleep because I can't sleep on my side because I don't like want to like lay on the piercing, like on the on the stud. So <clears throat> I had to lay on my back the whole time. So that was like kind of uncomfortable trying to like get comfortable laying on your back when you're a side sleeper. <laughs> yeah. But it's wor- it was all worth it and it'll be worth it when they're not sore anymore and yeah yeah we should change them out for the smaller ones because i guess they ran out of the smaller studs so i have the bigger (laughs) ones in right now (laughs) yeah on top of getting them pierced they're like oh we only have the big studs like oh that's ideal (laughs) yeah like of course you only have those of course (laughs) guys have you found it difficult to get and keep an erection while at lifestyle events if so you're not alone and it's common The new environment and the distractions can contribute to a lack of an erection due to performance anxiety at the very moment you need it the most. I personally ran into this issue early on in the lifestyle and it was super frustrating. But don't worry, there's a solution. If you use our link in the show notes and use the coupon code NEW, N-E-W, at checkout, you'll get $30 off your order of FDA-approved ED medication from Shameless Care so you can get hard and stay hard in the moments that matter most. Don't question your manhood or feel like less of a man ever again. Just click the link in the show notes right now to get $30 off before the promotion ends so you can get back in the game and blow your sex partner's mind. Click the link right now and simply use the coupon code NEW, N-E-W, at checkout. So we're talking about the benefits of swinging today. Mm-hmm. And the first one we talked about was that we just love each other more than we normally did before, which was already a lot. And so um, we, we think that had a lot to do with knowing deeper parts of each other on a different level uh, because we it's required so much communication, which was the second point. Our communication is really a hundred percent. It's, it's, it's always been good, but it's even better now. Absolutely. And and we learned not just how to say what we feel, but you know, different ways to say it so that the messages are received better, which creates a better relationship. And then the third little known benefit to swinging for our relationship Mm-hmm. has been we've we started physically taking better care of ourselves um and our health again it's not that we really ever let ourselves go um but in a way we we kind of did mm-hmm. but now we're both pretty fit um not exactly where we want to be but we if you see us out in public and when you look at us you'll you'll look at us and generally go oh they're in pretty good shape yeah and I so, think so. Not so, where I want to be, not where you want to be, but we're not. You well, know, but and when you say that, you're talking a few pounds, like literally, like for you, you're talking literally like two or three pounds of, like your 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 goal current weight. goal, <laughs> your current goal weight as of this recording. Yeah, you're you're in like the single lower single digits from away from your goal, mm-hmm. and so, um, but. Talk about that. Like we started physically taking better care of ourselves. You started working out on some of the equipment in our garage. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Well, I mean, I I think it comes down to whatever you're attracted to. Um, I feel like that would you. How am I trying to say this? Um, whatever you're attracted to. Um that will probably come to you. So if, if you're like somebody like for me, for my personal preference, I, um, I like fit 
people, like people who, who work out, who, who eat good and take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. If I want to be, if I want to play with somebody that is that same way, then I need to be that in return. Yeah. And that's not always the case, but in general, in general in life, we tend to attract what we are. Yeah. And so it's like, if, if we take care of ourselves, you know, then other, when we meet other people who also take care of themselves, there's pro there's a higher probability. There's going to be more of a mutual attraction there. Yeah. Like it's funny. Cause you know, June and I, we, we, we like the same kind of women we discovered. <laughs> we, you know, skinny white women or fit white women. Now the color doesn't matter. We don't discriminate obviously, but if we could have, like if someone was to line up and go describe the girl you both want to share and play with, it would be a skinny slash fit, uh, ideally, you know, Caucasian woman, um, again, but all, all colors are beautiful and we love it, but it's like, what's our go-to when we're fantasizing? It just happens to be Charlize Theron, Natalie Portman, uh, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. That, that kind of type. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, imagine meeting somebody who's really attracted to you, but the, and, and you really try to take care of yourself. Um, but then, even though they're nice, maybe, maybe it's pretty evident that they don't take care of themselves. But if they did a little bit, like you, you, there might be more of a mutual attraction. Yeah. Um, and that's not to say that's not the case for everybody. Yeah, and it's yeah. not. And we learned that recently. Um, oh, we yeah. talked about in the, in the previous episode, mm -hmm. but. I mean, some people you meet in the lifestyle, you just, you're just friends with yeah. um, others become friends with benefits and mm -hmm. uh, lots of fun. But we just figure like, you know, it's like when I remember being younger and dating, being single, it's like, you always want to show up with your best foot forward. You always want to present yourself. Well, you always want to take care of yourself. Yeah. No, it's not very attractive when, if you take care of yourself and you're putting your best forward. And the people you meet, it just kind of seems like they don't care. Like they didn't, they didn't really try. And so it's kind of like, oh, okay, well, you know, and again, everyone has different physical uh, preferences. You know, yes. you know, again, we're just talking about, you know, mine and June's preference here, but we started kind of looking at our physical health and going, well, what do we want? We know in general in life, we tend to attract what we are. Mm -hmm. Well, if we're wanting other, you know, fit or skinnier uh, body types to be attracted to us. Well, a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them are going to be a lot like us as well. And mm -hmm. so it's like, well, let's make sure we're taking care of ourselves and being a little more strict on our eating and our physical activity, you know, to make sure that, you know, hey, it's like um, if, we, if we meet the right people and uh, that we put our best forward, yeah. you know, f physically speaking. Absolutely. So, yeah. So the next one is... Uh, the fourth one is that. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So we became a lot less judgmental people and instead were more curious and loving and accepting. Yeah. And, and we mean we mean that in a few ways. We mm -hmm. became a lot less judgmental of ourselves. Yeah. Of each other and of other people mm -hmm. and their preferences or whatever it is they like or their thing in the lifestyle or sexually. You know, there are a lot of people who like things very different sexually than we do. Mm -hmm. Or they're into way different kinks that just aren't our thing. We we don't ever kink shame because, well, number one, 
we realize everybody has kinks and most people probably have no fucking idea why their kink is their kink. Yeah. Like, like we've had enough experience sexually that we're like, man, we don't, we don't understand why I like this thing or she likes this thing or together we like this thing. We just do. Like, why, why do I like wearing a collar with the leash and him walking me around the club on the leash? I just love it. I don't know why. It's just hot because it makes me feel loved and accepted and belong belong to. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm I am John's and I'm you know, it's it's that that feeling of belonging and loving. Yeah, she likes to feel like she's owned, like she's someone's property, that she belongs. Mm-hmm. And that happens to be the physical expression of that. Mm-hmm. And so well, why why does she have that? We don't entirely know. Mm-mm. And it really doesn't matter. What you like is what you, you like. like. Yeah. And so once we start realizing things in ourselves, mm-hmm. then we could actually talk to each other. And, you know, she said that. And I would tell her something about me like, well, hey, like, I love being rough with you and grabbing your hair, mm-hmm. doing things like that. And then all of a sudden she's like, well... I like to be controlled. I'd like to be prayed around on a collar and owned and controlled. <laughs> yeah. And so now we're like, wait, you mean our kinks are in alignment? Yeah. Like they actually feed off each other? Well, that enhances a relationship. Mm-hmm. And because we understand that we don't understand ourselves or each other entirely when it comes to our kinks, when we see someone at the club who's maybe way out in left field, or what we would consider way out of the box with their kink, there's usually an initial shock factor giving given how how strange it might seem to us because maybe we don't have a lot of experience around that but we you know there might be a little shock factor at first like oh wow look what they're wearing or whatever the case but then we remember and go hey we don't know why their kink or their preference is what it is because we don't even know why ours are ours absolutely and so it it just feels better. Yeah. It's like because we were raised in such a judgmental mm-hmm. um, upbringing religiously. Like, it, it just feels good not to judge the fuck out of oh people. Oh, my God. It does. Be- because of whatever they, they're they into. I mean, honestly, it was it's it was always exhausting to, to just always be judgmental. Like, because of being grew up in the church world. Like, it, it was just always just, like, mentally, like, exhausting. Yeah, and here's the thing. We had no idea how fucking tired and exhausted we were because it's all we'd ever known. Oh, yeah. Then, once we got in the lifestyle, <laughs> started meeting people and found out they were great people. And then you're like, oh, that's their kink. Okay. You're kind of trying not to, like, make an expression because maybe it's new to you. Mm-hmm. You go, man, that person is a really amazing person. But wait, they're into that. We don't get that. But, like, we saw the person before the... The, the, what we would call the weird kink or the, the yeah. kink by weird, I mean the kink that we're not familiar with. Yeah. But because we got to know them a bit, we actually had the opportunity to start asking, Hey, can you tell us why you're into that? Like, yeah. what's the origin of that? Can you explain? And now, now we're talking and having uh, conversations and learning about people and kind of what's led them to where they are. Yeah, exactly. And that's a, that's a great thing because so many judgmental, things we're taught in life growing up um, teaches us to sort of distance ourselves from people. And what that does is it allows us to, to more easily dehumanize them and then vilify them. You know, it's like, 
you know, when you go to war, it's like, you know, your enemy's not human. They're fucking monsters. And mm-hmm. some of them are. It's far easier to shoot a monster than to shoot someone who, you know, also has a wife and kid at home and uh, who's hoping they'll come home mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah. But it's it, the more we can, the more we get separated from each other, the easier it is to dehumanize each other, be divided and do bad things to each other and just not get along. And we just learned that, you know, as we learn about more people in the lifestyle, like we, we become a lot less judgmental and just, hey, we don't have to understand you, but as long as you're a safe person mm-hmm. uh, to be around, yeah. it's kind of like the, uh, kind of like the, uh, that, that Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. That, oh, yeah. That, that old uh, cartoon. He wants R- to be a Rand- dentist. Yeah. Herbie, want, Herbie the Elf wants to be a dentist. Yeah. And R- Rudolph has a red nose mm-hmm. for which he's an outcast because of it. And Rudolph, I remember, asked Herbie, he said, well, wait, you don't mind my red nose? You don't, ri- you don't mind my red nose? And Herbie says, well, not as, as long as you don't mind me being a dentist. And Rudolph's like, hey, I'm cool with that. Yeah. And they were friends. Yeah. Well, I know it's a funny little comparison, but it's the same thing. It is. Absolutely. Because, you know, they were both wanting to be accepted. Yes. That's the bottom for, line. For what they were. Yeah. So the last thing here. So we talked about we the benefits, the little known benefits of swinging. We love each other more. Communication is way better, even though it was already good. We started physically taking better care of ourselves and our health again. We We, we became a lot less judgmental people. And instead, more curious and loving and accepting of other people. And here's my favorite one is the last one. (laughs) (laughs) We can't keep our damn hands to ourselves. And and that's even just here at home, like just the two of us. It's just like we're always touching each other and kissing on each other and hugging each other and holding each other's hands and just all over each other even more than we ever were before. I mean, and like I said, we... We're always, we were like that before, but not, not nearly as much as we are now. Yeah. And that, it's weird to me mm-hmm. because I don't understand why. Like we'll be walk, I'll be walking through the kitchen and June will be at the sink. Now like, I'll smack her ass or I'll grab her from behind and just like wrap my arms around her and mm-hmm. kiss her. Or she'll walk up and like grab my dick while I'm like walking through the house mm-hmm. or, uh, Random blowjobs anywhere, everywhere. She's down for everything. Or the hot robe he wears that hugs his ass really well. And I'm always like <laughs> slapping it and grabbing it. <laughs> <laughs> and untying the little the little felt, the little fuzzy belt on it so mm. it falls open. Mm-hmm. And if I just got out of bed, you know, we sleep naked because why not? Because, so, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's usually pretty fun. But, yeah, there's all those little touchy-feely things. Like we're usually like our hands are just all over each other. Yeah. In every way. Like, we're just... And we always were good with that. Yeah. But now it's just, like, more intense. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we don't know why. You're, she's touching me right now. You're welcome. Mm. We're getting handsy on the podcast. Wow. Mm. We're not doing video, so, uh, yeah. Otherwise, we'd have to charge for that. Mm. <laughs> so, anyway, these have been... The five little known benefits of swinging that can enhance your relationship. Yeah. That most people just don't think about. Mm-hmm. So we love each other more. Communication is way better in 100%. We started physically taking better care of ourselves and our health again. Mm-hmm. We became a lot less judgmental people. And we can't seem to keep our hands off each other and, and do things sexually with each other. It's just... Yeah. 
I mean, we're having sex way more than we, I mean, we always had great sex, at least, you know, two, three times a week, but now it's... Minimum. I mean, yeah, now it's more like... How many times did we have sex this week? Oh my God. I don't know, like six or seven? Yeah. At least. <laughs> yeah. We did yesterday. We're like, okay, there's we need to break <laughs> for a couple days. It's like we've done it so <laughs> much. It it's so like, much. why is it so much harder to get there right now? It's like because your body needs a break. Yeah, got build back up that mojo and arousal because you've been getting so much of it lately. So yes, because I can't get enough of you, baby. That's right, baby. Can't get enough of each other. So we hope you've enjoyed this and. Uh, think about this in your own relationship as, yeah. you, as you step into swinging. Uh, these things we've mentioned, by the way, again, these are not uncommon among swinger couples. These are very common benefits that, again, we don't totally understand, mm-hmm. but they happen. And they can be true for you as well. Yeah. Um, if you work through any, any, any you know, obstacles you might have and enjoy the lifestyle. Thanks for listening to the New Swingers Podcast. Do you have a question about the swinger lifestyle or an issue you're struggling with? Send us an email at newswingerspodcast at gmail.com. Newswingerspodcast at gmail.com. And there's a good chance we may anonymously feature and discuss your question so it can be helpful for you as well as other listeners. Just send us an email at newswingerspodcast at gmail.com.